0: Professor Rigatoni! Hey! What you doing? What you doing on the block? This is Jersey Talk. You know (laughs) us. You love us. It's Jersey Jersey Talk. I forgot my name. I have it on a list here. Mine
1: is apparently Professor Rigatoni. Oh, I'm
0: Big Mike Buffalino. (laughs) Welcome to Jersey Talk. This is Bobby Spadafora, better known as (laughs) Professor Rigatoni. Rigatoni. Rigatoni
1: that's the one they're all the same you no, know They what well, we really they, don't talk excuse about excuse me all pasta is the same come on excuse come me on. i think
0: we gotta take away someone's <laughs> pasta doctorate over here your phd your pasta harvard doctor that's some
1: of the you know the brutal truths that you get you you learn when you completely immerse yourself in the world of pasta
0: it's all the same ingredient i would love to immerse myself in a world of pasta you would you i would, would like to descend did. into a tank full of mixed pastas <laughs> and perhaps mixed sauces or just a vodka sauce because you know of i know i love the vodka sauce it's kind of a uh, you got the you got the alfredo kind of in there and you also mm-hmm. got the tomato in there
1: and you got the vodka
0: and you got the vodka. You know yes, what I'm talking what about. Say. This guy knows how to have a but good I mean, time.
1: Better be on foreign you <laughs> son of a bitch. For me, though, it was like going to some one thing like you know, Miskatonic University, uh-huh. and reading the Necronomicon, oh, and right. realizing that there is a unseen world of of unimaginable horror behind the veil that we see uh, that we live in our everyday. Oh going, yeah. Going to Pasta University. i I saw how the sausage is made i saw the reality the veil has dropped right it's all the same ingredient going through different play-doh machines Uh to make different shapes
0: yeah (laughs) well that's a interesting introduction to satanism (laughs) yes um i too praise our dark lord (laughs) Good, good uh i came to it through a different way. Oh, okay. Uh they said uh, they had virgins. They they
1: typically do, but they kill them. They don't tell you that they kill them.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that was the thing. I didn't want to do. The, I didn't. That that doesn't sit well with. I I, <laughs> I want to, you know, maybe have sex with it if they like to have you can't, sex. You
1: can't have sex. I because would love
0: to have a consensual with a virgin. The
1: they the the demons. They don't eat. They don't drink the blood if it has come in it and really i i guarantee what you i guarantee you,
0: you don't interesting and so that's see, what i don't know too much about because there's no italian vampires everyone knows there's this. no italian we vampires. love the sun too much and you, we love our garlic
1: too much you, you, know you know see, you see chinese vampires the chinese vampires they typically hop yeah they're they're, 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 they're over hopping yeah and they do kung fu uh-huh. then we have our we have a transylvanian the typical you know, you know, vampire that oh, I Oh, they want to be letting so. to every
0: restroom now, too. These Transylvanians. You know, these Transylvanians. Yeah, you know. But,
1: you know, we typically see that they're the ones who dominate, really, like the... The vampire discourse yeah. but that's the thing that's like, all you know, i see online see, is trans, see trans
0: this trans that i'm like what's that. the big deal it's a small
1: country <laughs> it's a small country it's no italy, and of, course, no italy. and of course you got you know the black vampires the blackulas the blackula uh the, the blackula two the back blackula, blackula, Bla- blackula bites again and yeah. and so but yeah italians they're they are mercifully, you know. I want to say we're Catholic too. We have too many crosses in our we, house. We burn uh, up
0: as soon as we get out the doorway. That could be it.
1: We're too Catholic. Too Catholic. Too Catholic. Too,
0: Catholic, too much garlic. Too many crosses. We like the wow. we like the sunlight too much. We go we go to the beach. That's the holiday. We go to the boardwalk. We go to the beach. We wearing, we're wearing the sun. We're wearing
1: our speedos. We're oh. going to the beach. Yeah, you know what? I th- you just I think you just cracked the case. Ata- the, the, the Italians. Are the natural enemy we're also wearing silver jewelry all the time oh, like, so we're, werewolves, too. <laughs> Werewol- werewolves too italians but they don't talk about silver also hurts vampires
0: it does it does interesting well so yeah but so, you know
1: so but, but
0: but 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 i mean think about it and also like frankenstein that's a german thing that's, that's a, a german that's thing some weird shit over there
1: and, you know we italians as for like cryptids and monsters we got very few of them. No, no,
0: we're a pure country. We got the vino. We got the vino. We got a pasta. We got the mozzarella.
1: We got a lot of hair covering all of our vital body parts so it can't be bitten by animals. Yeah, very um, tough, sure. tough, dark sure. horse hair right. so we can't be bitten by vampires. I got so
0: much hair on my back. You have no I, idea. I got
1: so much on my neck. Oh my God. I don't even know where my beard begins and then my chest hair ends. No. That's how it goes. It kind,
0: yeah. You kind of, you kind of <laughs> start to look a little bit like uh, an Italian bear,
1: <laughs> Italian whale. Uh, yeah, like if you <laughs>
0: were only fed, uh, if you only fed a bear ravioli ravi- for, yeah. uh, for for a couple years, if you just had a garbage dumpster full of ravioli,
1: <laughs> that's kind of the bear you look of. like. I wake up in a cold sweat thinking about that. Uh. but I think we did crack a case here. I think like a t- the Italian way of life is the safest way if you want to avoid a vampire
0: absolutely that's this is what i'm mm. saying being italian is an the anti-vampire
1: and you can't be a vampire if you're italian you it doesn't be, work no you you just cr- if they bite you you crumble the dust you have too much garlic in your blood no oh, absolutely you got a cr- you got a silver cross around you nah. around your neck you got you got everything it's 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 a, it's 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 a, it's naturally adverse to being being vampire
0: yeah yeah, yeah,
1: absolutely. I like that. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Vampire is also very averse to Tom Ford cologne and cheap cocaine. Which cheap cocaine, We have got of, of so much of that.
1: You know, and we already got, got enough red sauce as it is. Red sauce. And we got the gravy. You know, our blood is our blood is basically tastes like marinara already.
0: Oh, that's what we. That's how we do it in Jersey. You that's know how we do I'm it saying? in Jersey. If you're in Jersey and you're not Italian American. What are you doing in church? What are you doing in my town? What are you doing here? What are you doing in my town? you don't belong here,
1: boy. Oh, what are you doing? You,
0: you don't belong here, boy. Get out. It's
1: time to leave New Jersey. <laughs> oh wow! This this, what a revelation. The reason I Italians don't have any monsters. Yeah. We are the monsters. No! <laughs>
0: We was the monsters all along. We was the monsters This all is, along. is clear to me now. Uh, you know, no, you know. Sometimes <laughs> they say monsters are in real life, and uh, I think Mussolini, mm. an Italian, mm. proved that.
1: You know, Lady Gaga, another yeah. Italian. Oh, she she, ca- she calls. Is that
0: why she got the big old Italian schnoz? She got the big old Italian schnoz. Okay, that's she a ca- that's a beautiful know, schnoz. she, calls, she
1: calls her fans monsters oh
0: yeah well she has an album born a monster oh. or born this way a monster because she,
1: she was born italian she was born she was, yeah. she was born a monster
0: yeah that's uh, <laughs> that's true that song is about being italian isn't it yeah i need to listen to more gaga
1: well i wonder what our own weaknesses are that we have to avoid out for for italian hunters mm. you got vampire hunters you got werewolf hunters so this so so by that by that logic there has to be an italian hunter
0: yeah, yeah, there's definitely got to be an Italian hunt. I think that's called a um a uh, d- uh a domestic abuse detective.
1: Those sons of bitches.
0: They are Van Helsing.
1: <laughs> they are Van Helsing. Now, they they are the way that you would defeat an Italian.
0: Well,
2: oh, yeah.
1: I, if
0: I if I want to fight my fucking dad, I'm going to fight my fucking dad,
1: you, you know? know? That's
0: just what Big Mike Buffalino motherfucking does.
1: You come home, come home at 5, at 5 p.m., the gravy and the pasta ain't done. Get you know. out of town. Get out of town. Get out of town. Someone's getting five across the <laughs> eyes, I tell you
0: right now. Oh, Dad. I love him, though. I, I love, love him. him. But I will kill that man someday. Yeah, I'll kill him. Mark my words,
1: but don't use it against me. You know <laughs> what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> no, this is seriously not evidence. This is a joke. Yeah, it's for comedic purposes no, it, only. It, I'm it, gonna kill my dad.
1: It could be like an it could be like Alien versus Predator. It could be one of those type of films. Yeah, like Freddy versus Jason, except oh. it will be Italian versus Italian.
0: Oh, that monster versus monster. Monsters, monsters versus yeah. monsters. Yeah. Right, right, right. Good, good point.
2: <laughs> Welcome to Soy Trek. Welcome to Soy Trek. My name is Britain.
1: I am Pat. Uh,
2: we have this podcast here called Soy Trek. It just split into two more podcasts. If you like our comedy, mm-hmm. go check out Dumb Idiot Bullshit. If you like our movie reviews, go check out the Media Dungeon. Yeah. Otherwise, keep listening to this podcast.
1: This is for Star Trek.
2: This is just for Star Trek now. Yes. And our stupid characters. I don't know why we don't save those for the comedy podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a list of characters, by the way. So, <laughs> take a look at the characters we've already performed. Yes.
1: Uh,
2: um so, what's mm. going on Patrick? How you doing? I'm good. Yeah, cool. We're here to talk about uh DS9 season 2 episode 19, mm. Blood Oath today. Blood Oath. Yeah. Um Yeah.
1: Which is very, really, which is like one of my favorite ones.
2: It's really great, but we'll talk about it in a second. Yeah. For now, we are going to talk about our Patreon. Patreon! At patreon.com slash dumb we have a whole bunch of tiers where you can get a whole bunch of stuff for mm-hmm. as little as free, but, you know, also as little as $2 a month. You can help support this show and our other shows, the entire Dumb Idiot Bullshit Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. With our three shows, four shows. Mm. Five shows, because we've got an archive show now, too. Oh, Uh, Over 100 episodes of uh, Getting Head, a bucket cast. My former podcast with uh, Spencer Hodge, Mm. uh, former host of this, (laughs) co-host of this podcast. An occasional guest. All
1: about Buckethead.
2: All about Buckethead and music (laughs) and stuff. Um, But anyway, uh, yeah. uh, We also have dumb idiot bullshit our comedy podcast we have uh the media dungeon which we have a tier on our patreon for uh we have prison breakdown Mm. podcast i produce uh Mm. done by two professors about uh
1: you going to learn some from like that stuff.
2: Yeah, it's 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 academic but it's also very chill. There's a lot of jokes. I uh, I joked about killing myself <laughs> on a recent episode. Classic.
1: Uh, they had a good, they had
2: a good laugh or I edited in a good laugh of theirs yeah. to make it sound like they weren't so concerned for me.
1: You read the Garfield joke book and had laugh <laughs> had them laugh from that and then yeah, and cut then, it together.
2: Yeah, and then I I did this one. I was a <laughs> uh, talking about myself.
1: Um, so that's good that you have one that you learn something that and then mm-hmm. this, uh, the other ones actually make you dumber.
2: Yeah. yeah absolutely. <laughs> <Peace>. <laughs> so, um, you know, thanks for everyone who uh, helps support our shows. Uh, and if you pay five dollars or more a month on our Patreon, we mention your name and say thank you to people oh, sure. just like Electric Baphomet and Joe DeVideo. John Simcox, Jonah Hearn, Nick Savard, Nova, Shane Sawyer, Skeptic, Abigail Simpson, Asher Pliskin, Benjamin Van Galen, Big Strong Boy, Gabe Siciliano, Gillian McCrary, Iggy, James Hartman, Jose Martinez, Kyle Simmons, Laura Flame, Papa Poison, PJ Hale, Roberto Yolito, Sorry, Robert Yolito, Roberto Molina. I have them right next to each other. I should not put them right next to each other, (laughs) but I did this alphabetically. Oh yeah. Sebastian Michael de Fritas Mejere. I probably got that wrong. I'm sorry. Seven (laughs) of nine. SFC Punk, Shane Williams, Tim Wilkinson. Awful Star Trek drawings. Jordan Hale. David Craning sites, Dylan Lance, Ethan Adams, Gursky, Jor Moore, Sam Mayo, and our good friends over at the Bruce Campbell and uh Animorphs Anamorph Anamorphin oh, time, yeah. yeah. time, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good wow, good people. Yeah, yeah.
1: That's a lot, a lot of new people.
2: Uh, a couple of new people. Yeah. A lot of a lot of our longtime followers, listeners. Nice. We got some loyal folks. We thank everyone for your support. Yeah. We love you yeah we also have tiers where you can get merch um whole bunch of stuff just go check it out patreon.com slash dumb idiot bs and if
1: y'all ever need like o positive blood or something i'll give it to you
2: Uh, i'll take it from you
1: (laughs) i got i got some needles yeah yeah Britt will send you a um, bucket of blood blood. yeah if you ever Mm -hmm. if you ever hurt and you need some o positive blood i'm a universal donor Mm Like uh, just to ask, and Britt will siphon my blood out and send it to you in like a ziplock bag or
2: a fucking oil can or something.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, oil can. And he's like, <laughs> 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 uh, you can't take uh,
2: you can't take advantage of that if you're a vampire though, because he's a part Italian. No, I'm part Italian, and so he's the monster, and you can't drink monster blood. <laughs> you can't
1: drink monster blood. That's
2: got, you got silver in your veins. <laughs>
1: yeah
2: um and garlic um, and garlic
1: oh yeah do you eat a lot of garlic
2: oh yeah you do i can smell it in your farts
1: <laughs> so let's get into blood oath speaking of farts blood oath
2: um blood fart uh-huh. blood fart
1: <laughs> <laughs> that has to be a movie that exists
2: <laughs> i hope not um,
1: <laughs> if it doesn't so, we have to make it
2: so blood oath uh by uh, ds9 episode season 2 episode 19
1: yeah, I forgot this was such an early episode. It was a pretty early episode, yeah. surprisingly.
2: So uh, it first aired on March 27th, 1994, 30 years ago.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh-huh. I just looked up um, Blood Fart.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> There's two movies. That rocks. Tear at Blood Fart Lake okay. and Return to Bl- Blood Fart Lake.
2: <laughs> okay, Blood Fart Lake. That's fun. Yeah, sorry. It's Continue. all good. Um, so... Uh, This episode uh, is the 38th episode overall released of DS9 and the 316th episode uh, overall released in Star Trek as a series. The uh, teleplay is written by Peter Allen Fields, who uh, wrote three TNG episodes, including The Inner Light.
1: Mm, awesome and, and I, love ten, that.
2: I love that episode yeah, 10 DS9 episodes which well, With a lot of good ones Including Dax oh. Duet Which is one of the best episodes Right? Yeah For the uniform And he uh, wrote this story For In the Pale Moonlight
1: whoa i know so
2: this guy's a fucking legend big ups Holy to shit. fucking peter allen fields that's awesome absolute legend
1: yeah those are all bangers 100
2: percent. yeah, yeah. I, I had to like pick and choose which were good ones because i didn't want to read his entire 13 <laughs> yeah. thing resume so uh this one was directed by winrick colbay who has directed 48 episodes of star trek overall including 16 of tng 13 of ds9 18 of voyager and one of enterprise uh some of the best episodes include darmok
1: mm.
2: uh, all good things
1: oh awesome
2: yeah our man Bashir mm. and scorpion part Two.
1: Oh, cool yeah damn so,
2: yeah some some really good ones so they,
1: they, they really brought out like I mean it makes sense because they yeah. had like Star Trek royalty basically in this yeah almost uh, it's just, I mean like, these were
2: guys who had just worked on TNG before though I mean uh, TOS uh, no, TNG Oh no. They oh, I, oh, I meant like oh, yeah. I meant
1: like the star uh actors. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. So, so you want to bring in like the good guy, the, right? The, the, like the best, the best writer, best director. Right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. 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 For sure. So they they definitely this is an A team here.
1: Yeah. Right. Yeah. Definitely A team for these guys. Which yeah. Which is great because you know it'd give them a lot of respect for you know mm-hmm. these guys have been they're still acting. They're like I think they're like what in their sixties and seventies in this episode. Probably, so Yeah. yeah. It's,
2: it's kind of surprising how many, like, old dudes they have playing Klingons in this <laughs> yeah. series. Because, like, even uh, J.D. Hertzler is, like, in his late 40s, I think, when he starts playing Martok. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, you want to dive right in? Let's, Let's do, do it. it. We open in Quark's bar, and Quark is talking with Odo. Apparently, a Klingon has overextended his time in the Holosuite doing a Klingon battle and has threatened to kill Quark if he turns it off. Odo orders him to turn the holosuite off, and so Quark does. The Klingon, my motherfucker, Core, yeah, comes out. Who we just talked about because uh, he was in the time uh, trap from yeah. the from uh, TAS, yeah, and he's also. But it wasn't in, actually him,
1: the actor. Yeah, yeah, it
2: wasn't. him. It was James Duane playing him. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah and then but uh core also was in the original tos Mm -hmm. and so uh they brought back the exact same actor for him which i'm grateful for yeah they brought back all the original actors for like the three most popular guy (laughs) klingons from tos Mm -hmm. which i'm surprised they landed all three of them like fucking 30 years later yeah 25 years later yeah Yeah.
1: like the Koloth also played chelaine and, oh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, wait,
2: this guy played tri- oh, wait, no, Koloth did. Oh, okay, Koloth yeah did. yeah. That makes sense, because I'm like, this guy seems like a little fruity for a Klingon, <laughs> yeah. but I like him. I like his energy. Yeah, and I was reading, like, uh.
1: apparently, like, they were able to get um, uh, Kor and Kang pretty mm-hmm. fast. Like, they were still active acting. They yeah. couldn't find Koloth at first, mm-hmm. and it turns out, like, at that point, he was just doing, like, um, Star Trek cruises. Oh, that's amazing. So so he was just like... And so the reason I couldn't find him at first because he was at sea doing... doing star trek tour cruises that rocks <laughs> Yeah, which is which is great like mm-hmm. i'm glad like
2: i'm glad you could I, cash out on a single roll. that rocks
1: oh yeah well, yeah he's also trilling too so like that's true um man. he but yeah but that does rock i mean what wh- why wouldn't you want at like the age of like 60 something like just want to just like hang out on a cruise ship
2: and yeah that sounds awesome <laughs> yeah, and be just, a celebrity to yeah. like because you're a big deal to like everyone on that cruise ship oh
1: yeah and like
2: you can smash and yeah. dash people want to always yeah. fuck a celebrity you know? <laughs>
1: yeah, but, but yeah, just get, getting that Star Trek tail. Hell on, yeah. On, and then probably like a free room and then all you could eat.
2: Right. And all you could drink. Oh yeah, you get that <laughs> drink package, baby. Um, so uh, we got Kor in here now uh, and he's incensed and drunk for someone turning off the of suite. Mm-hmm. Odo says people are waiting to celebrate his victory which he is pleased with and walks off with him. Mm-hmm next a Klingon appears at Odo's desk Odo asks how he got in and he says his name is Koloth Odo says that doesn't answer the question and Koloth says it does (laughs) which is one of the best character (laughs) moments one of the best written moments in all of Trek for me Absolutely, I love this I think about it a lot I totally forgot it was from this episode (laughs) Mm -hmm. uh, because this is an episode I think of another moment from Mm. uh, and I I, I just love this episode so much Um, but uh yeah it's just such good writing it Mm -hmm. it lets you know this guy's a fucking legend and he knows it
1: yeah especially Mm -hmm. since they also like it is touched upon in this episode that they do come from like almost a different age for klingons yeah where they were just strictly just like at full on just like animosity with (laughs) with 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 the federation at this point like you know they do enjoy like you know a a truce Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) yeah so like they're almost they've almost like aged out and and become almost obsolete in the terms of just like the greater
2: yeah and in yeah. terms of politics it's just like people politics, who are yeah. still living in the cold war for us yeah yeah you yeah know.
1: Just, they're just like yeah like their their age is past
2: right right exactly yeah. and i uh I, it should also be mentioned that they don't look like their original klingon selves no. at all here they have the rigid foreheads and, like, on TOS, you know, all three of these guys just look... They were kind of just, like, orientalized yes. to be Klingons, whereas now they've got... You know, they look like a wharf type Klingon, the, yes. the TNG-type Klingon. Yeah,
1: I, I, I read one of them as like like why do i look different and mm-hmm. i think there was some discussion yeah about there me.
2: was some discussion and they said it was a natural aging process that klingons go through mm-hmm. and so it, it would be interesting if they did just have old klingons with that and the younger klingons didn't have like yeah. ridges or anything but, but
1: that but you could see like yeah like they probably definitely don't want to do that because it's yeah it comes off as both orient- orientalized and also kind of like blackface yeah and yeah so both both at the same time both at the same time it, it is
2: it is yeah brown yellow face <laughs> yeah,
1: so yeah. yeah like yeah like oh let's make them look uh, kind of like uh kind of like they like, they're, look like horseshoe crabs or something yeah <laughs> like on their faces <laughs> right
2: <laughs> we can still use the same makeup but let's like really do up the foreheads and the noses to make yeah. to let you know hey they're fucking aliens not yeah. not supposed to like <laughs> yeah. represent a certain race at all
1: no 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 yeah.
2: um honestly i always thought that most of the actors that played klingons were black mm. i didn't realize like the goron and martok oh yeah and several other actors who played prominent klingons i didn't realize they were white until like very recently
1: oh yeah yeah like, yeah goron's like uh british yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then jg Hertzler, yeah i mean you course.
2: can still be british and black but he's not yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but uh kang is syrian
2: oh really yeah interesting. Yeah.
1: Uh, i was looking up um yeah he's yeah he's I guess, like, at one point in his career, like, I guess, like, people were saying that he was Egyptian, huh. but then, like, it turns out that, like, now he's was, he was from Syria.
2: Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Koloth demands his friend, Kor, back. Odo takes him to a uh, drunk and sleeping Klingon Kor uh, away in holding. Koloth admonishes Kor for being dishonorable and tells Odo to keep him core lays back down and goes to sleep (laughs) we get credits four minutes and ten seconds in a cute little opening here yeah uh next odo exits a lift and gives kira a pad telling her it's been a klingon afternoon (laughs) which is his racist way of saying klingons are on the ship and he does not like it (laughs) like if you said that if you said that about any race you're, It'd be you're, fucked you're up. You're
1: going to HR. Yeah, straight up.
2: <laughs> There's no HR in this motherfucker. HR, no. HR is fucking what Cisco says is okay. Like,
1: yeah, we 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 we. Well, it's good to see. Like, I mean, I guess not good to see. But yeah, cops are still racist in the future. Totally.
2: <laughs> um. So he says, Core is one of these Klingons, and Jadzia is suddenly curious. He says the other is Koloth, and Jadzia knows something's up. Mm. She asks Kira and Odo. To come with her you know like together in a threesome yeah. <laughs> wants to orgasm at the same time and they're like not nah, this is we're being paid right and we're, we're at work Don't. yeah yeah not now <laughs> not now uh so in the holding cell core is singing old war songs about himself jadzia asks he be released to her and asks core if he knew a curzon Dax, mm-hmm. uh, which as we know is Jedzia Dax's uh, former host, yes, or Dax, the symbiont's former host, who
1: was a it was a diplomat that was famous for uh, establishing better relations with the Klingon Empire,
2: and also being a great friend to Benjamin Sisko. and B&B, one of yeah. one of his oldest friends. Yes, uh, but he died having sex, yeah, because he's a fucking baller.
1: He, his dick got bent.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. So Kor is excited and says he loves that motherfucker, but it's been 81 years since they last saw each other. Mm -hmm. Jadzia says she's Curzon now and proves it by naming his injuries only he would know about. She also tells him about the weird bump on his dick. (laughs) Yeah,
1: yeah. That was because of Curzon. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Damn you, Curzon!
2: Um, so Core is overjoyed, and we get uh maybe my favorite moment in all of truck.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Core hugs Jadzia and says, Curzon, my beloved old friend. Mm-hmm. Jadzia says, It's Jadzia now. And he repeats, Jadzia, my beloved old friend, and yeah. embraces her just the same. Yeah. And it, it just makes me so happy. It's just mm-hmm. such a moment of like acceptance. Yeah trans, yeah, trans acceptance. Trans acceptance. And, yeah. He's like, "Oh, my my old friend's a girl
0: now."
1: Hell yeah. Hell yeah.
0: He's still my old friend.
1: <laughs> yeah. And and when you said like, "Oh, we're doing blood oath." I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know it's because uh, this you know, this scene that's you know, this classic scene that is mm-hmm. like shared, you know, especially on the internet, like, you know, it's like it's very pro a very pro trans moment."
2: Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's like subtle, but it's there. It, it, it's yeah. definitely there. Yeah. We love it. Yeah, we love to see. It.
1: Yeah, like, you know, you know, Core Core loves Dax for who the, for who they are, no matter what they look like. Hell yeah!
2: So Core and Jadzia make their way to find Kolath. Korin and Jedzia enter a bar where Kolath is eating. Kolath wonders why they sent a lieutenant to greet him, and Jadzia revealed that they're Dax. That's
1: why I liked how Kolath is like delicately cutting a cheesecake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, and
2: yeah, he's he's just got like yeah, some like human ass food or something. Yeah, he's
1: got a, he's got a tiny little like dainty
2: ass cheesecake. Yeah, it looks good as hell though. Yeah, it looks I mean, alien and good.
1: Yeah, it has some sort of like weird. It almost looks like a cellular peptide cake. You know? Almost, a little bit,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, Jadzia reveals that they're Dax, like Curzon Dax, uh, much to the shock of Koloth. Kor calls it a beautiful mistake, which is also, again, so cool. Yeah. Even though he's like, definitely, like, I, I could fuck on now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: he's just like, you know what? Why not? Yeah.
2: <laughs> We're old buddies. He's seen my dick before, so.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um jedzia asks uh if kang is coming which he is he's right behind them and claims after 82 years he has finally found the albino Mm. Mm. so there's some intrigue here i really like how this is set up this is like a good caper
1: yeah kind of like doing like almost like a three musketeers type story yeah yeah it's definitely like, th- like, like a, three- a revenge
2: caper kind of thing
1: yeah and like an older three musketeers story where they have like yeah one of their little like noviets yeah you know, like uh bring bring them along on, on one last hurrah
2: right right so in her quarters jedzia offers some tea to everybody and kang asks if it's the same dax that gave a blood oath eight decades ago she says she's still godfather to kang's son and he's resistant towards this kang says He got the location of the albino sanctuary from an amulet from the albino's deceased and discarded wife. Damn. There are 40 men at this compound. Kang is determined to cut his heart out and eat it while he watches. (laughs) Pretty cool, Kang. Pretty cool. Pretty fucking cool. So Kang and Jedzia are talking, and Jedzia tells him about Curzon's death. Mm. And he does. I want fucking. Yeah. Fucking and sucking. Uh, Kang praises Kurzon, and Jedzia says the blood oath was very important to him. But
1: he, he's like, he should have died in battle.
0: Yeah, yeah. It was <laughs> it was a death not worthy of him. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I'm like, yeah, that's so Klingon. I love that. Yeah. Uh, Kang asks if she intends to eat from the heart of the albino, as a blood oath cannot be broken.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Kang releases Jedzia from the oath. Yeah. But she doesn't want to be read, that, released
1: because that is, does come up a lot, especially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean. Is like a a frequent story with dax is like you know dax's previous life coming up to you know you know come back to uh to them and even though they're jadzia or like later ezri you know it's just like they got to deal with their the past life stuff
2: yeah which is a great storyline and a great way to like insert new stories and like kind of you know put them on a character who doesn't fit that character profile Mm note necessarily but like you know you can explain why, you know, a story that doesn't fit their profile is happening to them with yeah. that, which is a great out and I love it. Yeah. Great writing out. Um So uh next Jed Z is working with Kira and asks her how many people she killed in the resistance, which is a very yeah. that's not an okay question to ask anyone at work.
1: Yeah. Straight yeah.
2: up. Straight up. You can't there this this proves there's no HR here cuz like if I was Kira I'd be like I I need to go talk to someone. (laughs) Yeah. Like you can't, you can't ask that question. Like, if I've worked with tons of people who have been in the military, mm. and you know how many times I asked them uh, about how many people they killed, zero. Yeah, zero. A negative amount of times. Yeah. I would have killed myself in the bathroom <laughs> if I would have sl- let that slip, even if I thought it ever.
1: Yeah, it's it's typically not a good because like they're working on some science thing.
2: Right. Exactly. Like,
1: and then like, Kara, how many people did you kill?
2: Well, she's like, and she Kira! says, she's a t- too many. Yeah. Too many. Uh, Jadzia asks if she knows who she was killing, and this is too much for Kira because if someone
1: she's like, okay, first of all, I didn't kill them. Yeah. I fought them to the death Mm because they're fucking fucking Nazis. I killed. I I didn't kill men. I killed Nazis. Yeah. Yeah.
2: (laughs) I, I didn't kill no men. I killed Kardashians. Yeah. Exactly. Um. So. She, uh, Kira asks if Jadzia's thinking of killing somebody and Jadzia tells the story of the albino and his depredators, which is a cool name for anything, Mm -hmm. uh, attacking Klingon colonies. Three Klingon captains were sent to stop him. Kor, Koloth, and Kang. Um, After he was bested, the albino fled and spent his time taking revenge by killing the firstborn of all three of the captains. One of those was Jedzia's godson. Mm. Jedzia says she feels obligation to them. Kira says when you take someone's life, you lose a part of your own as well, which is great writing. Yeah. Fucking great line there. Next, we see at quarks, and he has two Dabo girls sitting <laughs> on his lap.
1: I'm like, damn, Kor, you getting it? And he's just like, I wish I had a third hand, for now do I have the pleasure or the palate? Yes. <laughs> he needs to reach for I
0: his- already have two dicks. <laughs>
1: yeah. Now I need three hands so I can hold these two girls and use another one to drink my beer.
2: Yes. Um, so Jadzia tells uh them they need a minute and tells him she wants to go on the mission against the albino but kang and Koloth apparently aren't about it
1: i do love how how just like cool and just like rides with anything core is yeah Core <laughs> is core is like the core is like i wish i could remember the names of the um of the three musketeers like because there, there's one that's D'Artagnan. Just, yeah is that i think he's like d'artagnan of the bunch
2: mm-hmm. um so she asks core to talk to them about it, and he's resistant. She talks about his former glory, and he feels shamed for becoming old and fat. Mm. But Jedzia says her memories are still of Kor, a great warrior. Mm-hmm. Kor calls for more wine.
1: <laughs>
2: so, in the hall of sweet, Koloth is doing a batleth kata, and Jedzia comes up on him.
1: I will say he does—he does a pretty good job.
0: It's—he looks a little drunk.
1: Uh, yeah, but I mean, like, Koloth doing this Batleth stuff. Yeah. I think it looks good.
0: It's alright. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, for it being his age. <laughs> yeah,
2: I guess so. Um, he says she's not coming, and she's like, oh, yeah? And orders a custom Batleth from the Hollis suite, and goads him into a fight by calling him old and feeble. Mm-hmm. The two battle as Kor and Kang arrive in the Holoth suite. Koloth eventually beats her, but tells her that her presence in their fight against the Albino will be welcome but Kang disagrees and tells her that she is not coming. The three Klingons leave into Quark's, and the other two chastise Kor for being sickly and old. Jedzia sits down at a table with Kang, and she wants to come on the mission. She reminds him of Kurzon's Codjunk Pak, which is... Klingon for giant fucking balls because <laughs> Curzon had some and, and she says Curzon
1: long and stinky
2: big old ball big old hairy balls <laughs> she says Curzon understands the oath they took and Kang dishonors themselves by putting their honor above theirs
0: mm-hmm.
2: he gives up and tells her to come with them and be damned with them so next, we get the kind of the token Cisco scene in the episode. It is actually he. We see him once more, but this is the only party has a line.
1: Yeah, because like yeah, I mean yeah. But it's actually see, absolutely necessary. Every, he has been in every single episode. Right he has. Yep. Yeah, yep. So. yep. They have
2: to always have a Cisco scene. I believe they have to always have a scene for basically everyone on the principal cast except for Jake. Yeah yeah
1: and i I, and and the cisco scene in this is excellent like Mm -hmm. it just uh, every time every time you know it's
2: it's a necessary scene yeah every time
1: he's on scene like he he always does such a great job he's that's why he's my favorite captain yeah
2: uh so he comes in and tells her no leave of absence will be permitted and she can't go on this trip yeah uh he says her oath to starfleet is greater than her blood oath he says he knew Kurzon, but doesn't understand we, why he signed up for this. Mm-hmm. He asks if Jadzia is really capable of doing this, and if she can just return as if nothing has happened. She says that's up to him.
1: Yeah, I do like how they add like it is like you know he can order it, but he knows how important it is mm-hmm. to to them, and just being respectful of like. Culture, the Klingon culture, and mm-hmm. but yeah, it's and, and like, also of Curzon's, which and also because yeah, they were yeah. best friends, and right, so yeah, it's like it's it's he they, like Jet Z is definitely putting um Cisco in a in a and a place, tough, <laughs> tough spot, right, 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 <laughs> or it's just like you know, like could, poten- could potentially like have a, a career ending. Mm-hmm. Be career ending trip for jedzia
2: or a life ending trip or a life ending trip and then he'd have that on his conscience
1: yep and then be per- and then and then be responsible for that you know both both personally and professionally just mm-hmm. like you know have to like because like you know what if this causes like a great greater conflict uh, honestly
2: god they should have saved this for the end of season six if they wanted mm-hmm. to kill off Jet Z this would have been the <laughs> well worst.
1: at the time they didn't know they were going to have to yeah exactly <laughs> like there's exactly. that, that, something, Rick something problem. like
2: this something like this would have been so much better than the way she did die
1: yeah and especially if like Something on his fuck especially something, at that point. Like, Worf would have been, they would have been, Worf and Jedzia would have been married. Yeah. And so that would have, like, you know, and there would have been some extenuating circumstance of why Worf couldn't be there. And then, right. Then Worf have to, you know, live with that, mm-hmm. live with, like, the knowledge that he should have been there with Jedzia at that time or something. Right. Yeah, right. it would have been a devastating thing. But, you know, we mm-hmm. would ultimately we would have liked if Z had never died mm-hmm. yeah we
2: love jedzie I, I i wish she was still there so we could like have more Z in trek straight up i yeah. want i want her in like one of the shows where they're extending mm. the universe like i'd yeah. be fine with her in prodigy that'd be so fucking sick
1: i mean yeah you know, it costs me have like have esri in some way
2: yeah and nicole de boer i didn't realize she was in cube until the other day
1: she was what in oh yeah she cube? was in cube yeah. Yeah, yeah
2: yeah i didn't realize that was her yeah, yeah. Cube Cube's interesting. The acting's not good, but it's a good movie.
1: No, it has also has like the the one dude from Hedwig and the Angry Inch, like the, oh, is it the the, the husband, oh, if, okay. the, the um, husband that makes Hedwig get the sex... Uh, oh yeah,
2: interesting. Yeah, I didn't know that was that guy.
1: He's also in. Um, yeah, he, he, he always shows up in Canadian stuff because oh, nice. no. Uh, Canadian
2: shows, people do that. They yeah. got a lot of government funded <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah.
1: like I, like uh, one of the last things I saw him in, like he showed up randomly in the movie Kid Detective, which I love. It's one of my favorite movies. Cool. Um, yeah, I was just like, oh my god, it's the Cube guy. Cube guy.
2: <laughs> so next, we're on a Klingon ship, and they're going over plans to storm the Albinos compound. Um, and I believe this is what they based storming. Oh. Um, uh, uh, bin Laden's compound on
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. pretty yeah. much the same thing they're like all right boys gather so around six. this is yeah. this is the procedure we're going to use <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs>
2: they're all operator types drinking yeah. black rifle coffee together Ugh. sharpening their knives mm-hmm. and showing each other or their edcs oiling their beards yeah <laughs> <laughs> um talking about uh the mug club yeah mug yeah club. yeah so uh, Jedzia tries to push for a covert attack but Kang wants to do a commando attack. All agree that today is a good day to die and they go to sharpen their batlets. Jedzia asks Kang why he is inviting death. She says this is a Kama Kazi mission and she said if it were someone else she would swear that he was paid to lead them there. hmm Kang says when he was pursuing the albino years earlier, the albino contacted him, saying he was tired of running, and inviting him to one final glorious battle with 40 of his best men, and Kang agreed to it. He says it's their last chance, but either way, it'll be a worthy death. Jadzia says Klingons treat death like a lover, embracing it, and they should not embrace it so easily.
1: Yeah. Especially when it's like we can see, like, damn, Klingons live so fucking long. <laughs> I know because
2: core core isn't fucking TOS. This is a hundred and thirty years later. Yeah, <laughs> like
1: it's a, it's a bit, you know. Yeah, they're old as fuck. Yeah, yeah, they would have to. They're probably you know a like hundred, at least a hundred and thirty, you know, hundred sixty plus. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah,
2: yeah, they're old as fuck, baby. Yeah. Um,
1: and they're still and they're still fucking and drinking and oh yeah and fucking cu- and sucking c- causing 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 problems.
2: Hell yeah, modern medicine, yeah. modern Chronos medicine. <laughs> um. So Kang says it's their last chance, but either way, it will be a worthy death. Jedzia says Klingons uh, treat death like a lover. We already said that. Okay, so uh, Jedzia begins to scheme to disable their disruptor banks to even the odds with them. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Which makes sense, it's like there's only four of them They're just like, oh, four against forty, that's fine
2: Ah, sure, yeah (laughs) Uh, She says they should cloak and sharpen their blades Kang says, perhaps It's a good day to live Yeah it's pretty sick On the albino's planet They are at the compound Sneaking in when Jadzia points out The albino doesn't want a glorious battle And the whole place is booby-trapped With a giant mine at the front door
1: that is so funny that he's i mean he's old as fuck too yeah but it is funny that he's scared of like three old dudes yeah uh
2: yep three old dudes and a little lady this is this should be the sequel to uh three men and a baby
1: three old klingons and a little lady (laughs) yeah and a worm
2: and a worm and a worm. Um. Uh, Yeah. The tagline could be like, would you die with me if I was a worm? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So um, the whole place is booby trapped. They plan for battle and Koloth says he's just going to ask uh, where the albino is and wanders off. Kang says they need to shut down their sensors, and Kor says that will alert them, so he plans on making a diversion to misdirect them. But Jadzia says he's too slow to run across the field and volunteers to do the misdirect and the running. They put their plan into action. Koloth finds a guard and gets confirmation that the albino is inside by sticking his batleth to his neck. It's pretty great.
1: I do I do love how they're like, I, I'm going to find out the information. Like, how? I'm going to ask someone. Yeah, <laughs> and he just wanders off and <laughs> yeah. threatens to kill a guy.
2: Yeah. It's pretty cool. Um, yeah, he rocks. Uh, so then the Klingons break a bunch of people's necks and Jedzia punches a guy out. They blow up a building and the albino tries to escape. Mm but uh, all his guards phasers are down so he's like put
0: bayonets on the phasers and show them (laughs) to go after them in hand-to-hand combat
2: (laughs) um the albino tries to lock down the compound as the power and sensors go down the klingons easily beat the guards in hand-to-hand combat and storm the building the albinos in they beat the guards but koloth and kang are both stabbed kang says he will sing stories of koloth's honor and children will know of this day as Koloth's eyes close forever. R.I.P. to a fucking Aww. king. We love Koloth.
1: Koloth rules.
2: Koloth fucking rocks. <laughs> Kang fights the albino who gets the best of him after his batleth breaks mm-hmm. and he is stabbed down for the count. He says no vengeance today but Jadzia comes from behind and disarms him. Mm-hmm. The albino dares her to kill him and laughs at her. But Kang, still behind him, stabs him from behind with a broken batliff and <laughs> thanks Jadzia for saving the death blow for him. <laughs> yeah. Kor wanders over wanders over, and asks where Koloth is. Kang says he's dead, and Kor says it is a good day to die. Yeah. Jadzia says it's never a good day to lose a friend. Oh. Kor sings a Klingon song of mourning.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that oh, I was surprised they didn't he didn't uh, throw his head back and yell to let them know yeah yeah are coming. right
2: yeah exactly
1: but I mean he did it in his own way but he was
2: probably breathing hard and he, he yeah. yeah he was stabbed too I think
1: yeah I, I did I did wish Kang lived though yeah like I I because I, like because like that's one thing you know you see like you know the narrative is. Mm-hmm. kang is depressed he his son was killed yeah like and he has and he has no will to live yeah and so i feel like the arc should have been like he finds he he, he, he after the his victory he finds reason to go on mm-hmm. and you know finally start living his life instead of being obsessed with revenge yeah and instead like he dies which you know which he probably he probably likes anyway. You got to see No, the, he gets he,
2: to go to fucking Stovacore, dog. Yeah,
1: he just died. Come fight, on. He fi- died fighting his greatest enemy. So, mm. and, you know, you kind of have I guess you got to look at it through the Klingon perspective, you know, mm. instead of like, you know, dying and not going di- not dying in battle. Yeah. He got to die f- killing his his greatest enemy. So, it's a good ending for him in a way, but you I know, I think it's a
2: great ending for him. It's a, it's a very yeah, Klingon ending for
1: Very him. Klingon ending, but it is just like you kind of just like at, by by this part of the episode, you're just kind of wishing, like, oh, come on, Kang, live.
2: Yeah. 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 Um, Oh, we got just a little more.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Just a little more. So back on DS9, Jet Z reports for duty again after the mission.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Cisco looks at her disapprovingly. Kira looks at her without trust. Things are not the same. Yeah. The end.
1: Yeah, she did. She did. Uh, consequences. Did a consequence.
2: She got a consequence.
1: That's and that's one thing DS Nine loves. It's like consequences, consequences for consequences actions. Consequences for actions. Yeah. Yeah. Um, gosh,
2: there's so much to say about this episode that I fucking love. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't. It's it's a fun fucking caper. Brilliantly written. It's got so many moments. Mm-hmm. There's like three or four scenes in here that are some of my favorite in all of star trek mm-hmm. oh yeah absolutely uh it's it's uh a great klingon episode it mm-hmm. almost feels like a ronald D Moore klingon episode in the way that it like kind of pads out the universe it does
1: yeah I and mean, because we do mm-hmm. kang does talk a lot like just how like how much klingon culture has changed and yeah i mean and again like str- yeah stressing just how out of out of place he feels in the new klingon empire it's mm-hmm. just like he's like He's like old warriors like me, you know. Like now we have Klingons selling selling God to yeah. to, 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 to people in this, you know, this gas station or whatever, whatever yeah. he says. But he's just like, you know, lamenting like, oh yeah, like you know, back in his, his heyday, back you know, back when like they were all fighting Kirk, mm-hmm. um, the
2: glory days. The glory days, yeah.
1: like uh, those were the those were the good days, and now he's just kind of like now he's kind of just like forgotten about and yeah and klingons you know seem, seems like they're incredibly well li- uh long lived but they never want to live this long right and it's just like they want to
2: die in battle way before this yeah
1: like being living this this age is almost kind of like an embarrassment to him and and he just lived through the great age of like of when they were all dying valiantly in battle against mm-hmm. the federation and now like now they are
2: he was too good he was too good a and captain now, and, now, you know? and now they
1: have a they have a, there's a store at the at the uh, there's there's a place in the food court <laughs> yeah for klingon there's food. a fucking
2: yeah klingon mcdonald's now there's a klingon mcdonald's and the,
1: and the dude dances around with an accordion and sings for mm-hmm. people just like <laughs> he's disgusted and so, which, is, yeah. which is which is which is great we are justice to these people <laughs> yeah we're justice to them but yeah it's, it's 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 really great and i want to also i want to say like i think also like i mean for these characters i mean i'm sure they didn't have too much i mean i'm sure they had probably some input but mm-hmm. you know just to see how like um the golden age uh klingons you know these actors like have approached their roles and in, in comparison to like how we see like kirk and picard mm-hmm. have, have aged yeah. they've gotten better with time and i feel like this is like Fully, I feel like they're these is a more fully realized like arc for them, you know, mm-hmm. and just like in terms of age and like and like at a, and like actually addressing like, you know, h- how their place in the world at their age and everything else. And
2: honestly, like I think DS Nine is better than any other Trek series, and a lot of shows at addressing like age and aging. And yeah. I would say a great uh, like um you know twofer would be watching this episode and then once more into The Breach right after mm. uh, the last core episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's like part of his arc. I think he's in a couple more episodes of DS9. Yeah, I think,
1: yeah, too. Like, he has, like, the, the K-less. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh,
2: so he's, he's in a couple more episodes, but... Um, that which is, one, which is
1: great. Cause he's, he's, he does, I think he fully embodies like the Klingon. Oh, he's so good at being a Klingon. <laughs> he's so I, good. I love, him. Like, I love he, him. He seemed to, he ate every scene he was in.
2: So, yeah. He, he's a guy like, uh, um, uh, Robert O'Reilly, uh, or mm-hmm. JG Hertzler who is yeah. like commits to being a Klingon. Yep. And when they're in that makeup, they are that character. Yep. They're not just getting a paycheck. Yep. Like and- they're into it
1: and they, and they and and the three of them really embody like the different the the different kind of like you know you know um personalities that exist within the klingon empire yeah like you know you have like the core like the the drunk you know he, he's he loves life he embraces life he's, yeah the he,
2: drunk old man who never got to die in battle
1: yeah he's in like a great warrior mm-hmm. he's 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 boisterous he he lives life to the fullest and you have like koloth he's like a very like stoic warrior mm-hmm. and 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 kang just like you know he's he definitely has like those ideals he's he's very he's is yeah. He's 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 like very principled person and and just and kind of stoic kind of like a wharf. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And so like uh I, I do like how you had the three the three different
2: <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they all have their own flavor to them.
1: Own flavor, yeah.
2: Yeah. And I thought that was super well done. This is mm-hmm. just a really well written episode. You can tell it's written and directed by someone who really loves Trek. Yeah, really is interested in Klingons. Yeah. And someone who just like has a good sense of fun. Like this is a fun yeah. episode. It's a very fun episode. Very yeah. fun little episode. Mm-hmm. It's one of the few like episodes it's like not part of any arc whatsoever really yeah i mean i, I guess you could say it's part of core's arc yeah jadzia's yeah, arc
1: comes, Kor comes back a couple times yeah
2: and jedzia's arc and getting like more into being a klingon because yeah. she definitely becomes a klingon weeb from this point on
1: absolutely yeah, yeah. it does it does set up like her her you know her and wharf it makes you know, it really like kind of build that although scene. Worf
2: isn't in this episode i mean Worf isn't on no. the series for two more seasons no he's not tng's still going but like
1: right it's now. but it sets up that kind yeah. of like seed mm-hmm. of you know it un, like understanding like her tr- her initial attraction to Worf. right
2: right why she's really into klingons really
1: into klingons and klingon culture and establishes like she has like a bunch of knowledge and and she's really kind of almost lived Mm-hmm. Live the Klingon experience, just yeah, like going Curzon. to the Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, got a lot Curzon. of memories, and she, in yeah. like you know, she fact that she went on this like this, um this uh suicide mission with three of the greatest Klingons. <laughs> yeah, that makes her a fucking Klingon <laughs> legend, makes her, baby. Yeah, it makes her a Klingon she's legend. Pr- yeah,
2: and Worf's probably pissed that she's got more songs about her. <laughs>
1: yeah, than, yeah. Than he does. I know. He's
2: Worf. got just the one song. There once was a Klingon in Starfleet. (laughs) Starfleet fucking sucks.
1: He got smashed by a barrel. (laughs)
2: Starfleet fucking sucks.
1: (laughs) He got beat up by every alien.
2: Starfleet fucking sucks. (laughs)
1: yeah his songs don't he song uh, abandoned his child
0: <laughs> starfleet fucking, fucking sucks, sucks.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah god yeah just like i like the fact that he abandoned Alexander, and, or just like just like hates Alexander. Yeah, after like,
2: his mom died, he's like, yeah, I can't deal yeah. with this.
1: Yeah, it's like I, I feel- got a
2: job to do. They're like, you don't need a job. <laughs> you could just take care of your kid if you want. Nope. Nope, not gonna do that. That sounds like a no option to me. Yeah,
1: yeah I'm gonna give him to my Russian Jewish parents, <laughs> the foster parents. You
2: too will enjoy fiddler on the roof, Alexander. <laughs> yeah.
1: Goodbye, 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 goodbye. Which is so funny because yeah, like you know, just like how how much Klingons are into their into their um, lineage and their heritage and like mm-hmm. and like blood blood and family being such a, like a strong part of their of blood and soil, blood and soil. Yeah, but it's just like it's it's such an integral part of their of their society. And he's just like, yeah, nope, but. Mm-hmm yeah it's just like yeah and the yeah so when Worf sees Jadzia Jadzia it's like oh yeah I have my own bat left, and yeah <laughs> fucking, and like,
2: oh that's hot that's hot I I mean, fucking, I fucking yeah, actually
1: I, got blood on it <laughs> yeah
2: honestly like if a girl told me that I'd be like do you to fuck because I think you're flirting I'm
1: like is that what that is yeah but yeah it's a great it's great episode like yeah I mean and I do love how core comes back like because that dude rocks dude slaps he's like like especially like the one where they go and find KLS's Batleth and stuff and just yeah. like, that one's yeah. so good and yeah it, it, like the whole everything it all rocks
2: yeah the Klingon caper episodes are all great mm-hmm. I love fucking Klingons going out and doing a thing yeah whether it's a battle an adventure mm-hmm. god I fucking just, Klingons are just so much fun
1: yeah the
2: most the, the most interesting race to me in Star Trek I think yeah I like them a lot I fucking love them so much
1: yeah yeah, yeah I'm like uh yeah, especially since yeah, like they've been, you know, Ronald D. Moore and, mm-hmm. and, and Michael Dorn fleshed them out so much. It's like, yeah, they're they're awesome. We love them. Mm-hmm. It's like Viking samurais. Viking samurai. <laughs> Viking samurais.
2: Hey, you're not wrong. That's that's a pretty apt way to. Yeah. I mean, they're all about like honor and code, but at the same time, they're. Kind of pillage coated. I don't know. Like yeah,
1: okay, uh, just kind of. Also, just they're also yeah, just like kind of
2: colonial coated.
1: Drunken messes, yeah. <laughs> who like you who just like conquering and and partying and just being cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Pretty cool.
2: I'd like to be a Klingon.
1: Yeah. Why not?
2: Drinking, fucking, flying around on i I'm big not boat. sure if
1: I can get vegan gav though. Definitely not. No.
2: No. They don't like. <laughs> they're, they're not into veganism. I'd just be world.
1: eating spaghetti. They'd just be like, "What the uh, fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> Uh, they would hate me. They would. Yeah. <laughs> Noodle eater. <laughs> Noodle eater. That ain't Noodle go. eater. That ain't god.
2: <coughs> yeah. Um yeah. Yeah. This episode's fucking great. I uh, love it. I'd give it a solid 9 out of 10.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: Yeah. yeah. Uh, among one of the most fun episodes of DS9 and one of the best early episodes of DS9 in mm-hmm. my opinion.
1: Yeah. Definitely is. Yeah, and like yeah it does a lot of world building for for our for our friends here and mm-hmm. yeah it's like it definitely like if you were to yeah it's hard you know when you want to like put together like a list of like of like essential Deep Space Nine episodes for someone to watch you know if someone asked you like this is an essential
2: Klingon episode it's an essential Klingon and an essential Jadzia Dax episode
1: yeah you would have to like because like Almost I would say like all of them you have to watch all of them but it's just like but yeah you would have to like if you wanted to like set up different different like setting up different storylines this would mm-hmm. have to be like you know definitely essential klingon story and
2: it's part of the core's arc
1: part kind of core's arc and, and part of
2: Jedzia's arc.
1: arc and yeah so yeah it's almost like that almost has to be baked into like the main like you know uh episodes you have to watch if you were to like suggest suggest like core episodes to watch so. yeah Hardcore, hardcore, K O R.
2: Yeah, gonna make a core playlist. (laughs) Make
1: a core playlist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go out and watch it if you haven't seen it already.
2: Yeah, it's wonderful. Um, Yeah, fucking a, fucking a, fucking a. That's all I gotta say. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah. You want to leave it there?
1: Yeah. Why not?
2: All righty. Well. Thanks for uh, joining us, Soyagers. It's been real nice. I have been comrade Brit,
1: and I'm comrade Pat.
2: Uh, if you want to check out more of our stuff, go to patreon.com/slash/dumbidiotbs, or mm-hmm. listen to our other podcasts, The Media Dungeon,
1: mm-hmm.
2: or and Dumb Idiot Bullshit. Yeah, both fun,
1: both, both super fun. Well, all right. Well, thanks for checking with the Soy boys, girls, and other little beans. Hang dong and shocker. Soy soy soy
2: soy 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 soy
0: soy 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 fat load in outer space everyone's blowing a fat load blow a fat load all over the place blow a fat load all in my face blow a fat load in outer space we're blowing